Welcome to Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner. This is episode number 54. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, hopefully the audio recording is not too bad for you to listen to today. Um, I had a super busy weekend, and I'm going to tell you about that in today's episode. Um, but that means that I am recording today's episode while I am on a walk, because I need to get my physical exercise in. I'm walking down to get some lunch. So um, I'm going to take a break from talking about some of my automation stuff that I was working on last week. Um, That's still going. Don't you love when those big cars come by? Um, And I want to tell you about an event that I held last weekend um, for my school. Um, This was our leadership summit. We call it the summit. Um, And we've held, this is the third one we've held. Um, What we do is we rent a facility. Um, We have a local um, camp. Uh, The YMCA has a a camping facility where they have dorms and and, uh, retreat areas. And they have things that they do on this camp location. So they have summer camps all the time. So in the off seasons, whether that be, you know, we've done this camp in September or we've done it now in May, I like it in May best, um, we will rent. Uh, they, they do it very inexpensive. Um, it's a flat fee for the, uh, per, per person who's staying. And um, we went out this time a little longer than we've gone in the past. Um, we went Friday night and we had dinner there. And then we were there all day Saturday and breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then we were there um, Sunday until about 1 o'clock as well. And I used this event this year um, and last time we did it as both a training event for my students um, that want to attend as well as a instructor certification event. So in our style, in our organization, there's three levels of instructor certification and um, this was an event at which they could level up so go to the next level in their instructor certification and I think I had six I think I had six people do that this time go through the uh, the testing of the different levels for that um, at this event we had about 15 people this time Um, I would love to get this to be uh, about 20, uh, 20 to 30 people, I think, would be the ideal number for this for us um, to run. Let me give you a little overview of how, what we did at the event, um, the summit, um, what our, the schedule looked like, and then I'll give you some thoughts on what I want to do in the future as I keep promoting this event and keep um, tweaking it a little bit to uh, make it even better and bigger. So we started Friday night with dinner, and that's one of the things I think I'm going to tweak next time. Um, And then Friday night was focused almost solely on the instructor certification uh, levels, that process. So we went through um, a workout that went through all the physical requirements. Then we went through and talked about, and that was about two hours or so. Yeah. Then we talked about the, um, the instructor points, the different things about teaching that uh, are required from there we went and gave some assignments 
for practical application testing. So our people going for level two and level three were required to teach um, a class and demonstrate lots of different um, skills, uh, teaching attributes and things in their training. So we did that. We gave them those assignments on Friday night so they had time to kind of write class planners and those kind of things. Saturday morning started at 7 a.m. We started with a workout, a morning workout, um, bright and early. And that workout was pretty basic. We didn't do anything really uh, strenuous or hard in there. Some basic uh, warm-up things to get them going for the day. Then uh, we went to breakfast. After breakfast, um, I had... The, the camp provides uh, a certain amount of... Um, programming that they have uh, that we can take advantage of when we're there for a certain amount of time. So they have things like a low ropes course, a high ropes course, um, some tr leadership or, or uh, team building activities, canoeing, archery, um, a rock climbing wall, some things like that. Uh, we had not done canoeing in the past, so I decided we would do canoeing. Um, and I actually had to leave the camp at that time to come back to the school and teach a couple of classes that I didn't want to have canceled. And all my other instructors were at the camp. So uh, I had to go out and do that. So they canoed a little bit in the morning and then went from there. And I had a gymnastics coach who has worked with martial artists in the past um, come in and do an hour session on some basic gymnastics training. Um, and I think this is the the key to hosting one of these is tying in enough of your own training but special guest instructors doing special things so she came in and did some gymnastics with them for about an hour um, after that we uh, went to lunch um, so it was not a really packed morning um, workout in the morning breakfast canoeing gymnastics and off to lunch after lunch, we proceeded to the rock wall. It's a 50-foot um, rock climbing wall that we do every year when we go out there because it's a blast, a lot of fun. Our students really enjoy that. It's a nice feature that this camp has that most don't have. And so we went out to do that, even though it was kind of, it was a horrible weather weekend for the middle of May. It was in the 40s. Um, and so that was not a lot of fun, but the rock wall was uh, a blast. So from there we came in and then all the students participated in a, a fast defense um, course, which I talked about fast defense in an episode a couple of weeks ago, if you want to look back in the archive. And uh, that was really good. We got a good experience. Uh, my fellow fast instructor that uh, just recently certified came and helped with that. Um, it was a good experience. Uh, a lot of these students had not been through our basic fast course, so that was nice. And we actually opened that fast course up to the public. We had a, another individual come um, and take it with us. So, good times. Now, from there, we um, had a little bit of a break time before we went to dinner. We had dinner then, um, I believe. I don't know, it was a long weekend, now I'm confused. Yeah, I think we had dinner after that. After dinner we had a, a workout, and that workout was um, presented by two of the instructors that were working on certification, and they did uh, board breaking forms and practical application of forms into board breaking um, class that was really good, 
and uh, it gave me an opportunity to kind of judge um, and evaluate their instruction skills and if they're hitting all the points they need to be hitting. From there, we went and um, I had another uh, session with just the instructor training people to see how they were progressing, making sure that we knew what we needed to do and we kind of debriefed a little bit of their class that they taught. Um, I wanted to do another workout there, but I ended up skipping that workout, um, which worked out in, it, 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 in the end, schedule-wise, I think it went better this way. Gave them a little free time. A lot of the students were uh, needing some free time. They were a little run ragged from the day. From there, especially the fast defense. The fast defense and the rock wall took a lot out of the students. Um, you know, they got pretty adrenalized, got a pretty, pretty stoked, so the, uh, we didn't want to, you know, do too much with them. After that, we uh, had a movie night. We watched Avatar The Last Airbender and uh, went to bed. Every year I like to either get the students up really uh, a little earlier for a, uh, an early, early morning workout that's kind of a surprise workout or wake them up at midnight or something like that and do a workout. This time I wasn't too adventurous. Um, we did a uh, workout Sunday morning started about 6.45 in the morning, and it was a sparring workout. So it's just a, a fun thing to have them do early. You want to give them a, you know, some stories to tell from a camp like this. Like, hey, we went, you know, we were sparring at 6.45 in the morning. That's a crazy thing to do. Um, next time, I'll probably do an, a late night one. I like late nights better than early mornings personally, so that's easier for me to accomplish we did that Sunday morning. Um, from there, we went to breakfast. After breakfast, we had another guest instructor come in and do um, some AT Extreme, some extreme martial arts training with us for about an hour, hour and a half. After that, we had a, a kicking workout. Um, we had to finish off some of our physical skills for our instructors. Um, and and uh, with that, uh, one of the other students or instructors that was certifying um, had to do another practical class so they did a half hour on some sparring skills as well so we spent a fair amount of time on Sunday doing some sparring afterwards we uh, wrapped up and we left um, 12 31 o'clock went home and relaxed so um, that was the the schedule this time I think this camp ran better than my previous two camps I did one in 13 and one in 14 I missed the camp in 15, and then uh, we're, we're back to doing it every year. I want to do it every May. Um, our organization runs a camp in the fall that is uh, much the same, but on a larger scale. Um, and so I'm just going to promote that one um, for the second half of the year. So a few things that I learned from this. One, if you're not doing an event like this, you really need to... Um, look into some kind of weekend camp like this. In the past, I had done my instructor when I was um, a colored belt and a, you know early black belt had a, an awesome camp um, that we did that was outside. It was like a you know pitch your tent camp, um, and it was two days. Or I think it was two days. Um, you could come an optional third day and just camp there if you wanted to. 
And we did that every year for a couple of years. It was really great. Um, and then when I opened my school, I did that one or, um, I think I did that two or three times. And it's a good event. It's just a lot of, I don't know, organizing it, setting up, making sure you got meal things and, and get people prepared is a little harder. Um, you don't have the nice facilities and things like that. So when I started moving this um, summit uh, to this Camp Potawatomi that the Y operates, uh, it just offers a lot more. I pay a, a flat fee per guest and we get all the meals. The dorms are fantastic. We've got a great workout area if it's you know not good weather, so we've got stuff inside. Um, and it just makes my job a lot easier. I can work on the programming, you know, figure out what guest instructors I'm going to have, the schedule and stuff, and I don't have to worry about some of the, you know, the messiness of camping outside. But that being said, camping outside has a lot of benefits as well. A camp can be a lot less expensive that way because people are um, providing a lot of their own food, their own stay, all that kind of stuff. And um, you can invite the whole family to come, which uh, our camp doesn't do currently. Um, so there are definitely benefits to an outdoor camp. If you don't have a, a good priced camp that you can use on the off season, like a, a summer camp location that has dorms and cabins and those kind of things, um, I would seriously consider if you, if you haven't done any kind of camp to do one of the camps that where you're like actually camping outside um, because that will give you a lot of the same benefits. You can structure it a lot the same. Um, you're just going to be you know, a little more stress because you've got all the, the whole camping thing, which is a stress uh, on its own, unless that's something you absolutely love to do. So, um, for me, um, looking at this camp for the future, um, how I would like to tweak it and improve it, um, I want, one, to get more students to participate. Every year that we have it, the students that come absolutely love it. Um, and uh, so making sure I capitalize on that enthusiasm. I took a lot of video and pictures this time. I'm going to get some testimonials. I'm going to use that site called um, Vid, Vidmod, Vid, uh, now I can't remember what it was. I talked about it a couple episodes ago um, where they, you can have a, a video um, editor make up a video for you with all your images and videos and stuff like that. So I'm going to do that. So I have a kind of a promo reel um, to use next year for the summit. Cost-wise, um, I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. Um, I, for, I'll, I'll work a little bit more on an early word pricing, a regular pricing, and a late pricing, and, and push those a little bit more so we get more signups early. Um, we just include the t-shirt, the um, obviously all the training and the camp. Um, so our prices are pretty set, which makes it easier to um, figure out a good profit margin and a good, um, you know, kind of, I want it to be affordable so more people can come, but I, I you know, I want to make a, a few bucks off of it as well. I think that's important. Um, then from there, like I said, one of the things that I would really like to improve on for next year is have more students of different levels. So most of the students that came this time were black belts. All of them were our leadership students, and more than half of them 
um, uh, three-fourths of them at least were our legacy or our instructor training students. So I would like to have a, a more balanced um, amount of students and that way I can separate the groups. If I have 25 to 30 people I could separate the groups um, half of them doing instructor training, half of them doing you know just regular training and I can offer two kind of uh, paths of training throughout the event bring in a few more special guest instructors um, I'm gonna change up our schedule a little bit I think Friday night we started with dinner I think I'm gonna hold off that dinner and we'll start at the same time on Friday but students will have to have eaten before they came um, and then we'll have all Friday night to train all day Saturday and I can do a breakfast and a lunch on Sunday and I think the camp will let me stay then until like two or three o'clock so we can for the same price get a larger um, amount of time taken care of so tweaking the schedule a little bit getting a few more guest instructors like I said I'd like to have two paths of training where we could separate students out. Some of my legacy students can be working on some legacy stuff while other students have, you know, maybe they go climb the rock wall and then there's some switching so um, we can get a little more training in. And um, for the students who aren't um, legacy students, who aren't um, training to be instructors, we can get them, they can get a little more of the, the programming the camp provides the low ropes course the high ropes course they can get a little bit of more of that in I didn't do as much of that this time as I have in the past just because I had so much stuff that I needed to cover um, for the instructor certification process so if I have more students that are not legacy students um, they can participate in some of the other stuff while the legacy students are working on their curriculum as well so uh, all around, it was an excellent weekend, lots of fun, um, wasn't very stressful. Uh, you know, it's long nights, early mornings, um, which is just part of the camp experience that we want to keep, um, you know, and continue to have because that's what gives people stories uh, to tell about camp. So I'm really excited about it. I, I think it's something that you need to look into in some form. I started, the first one I did was just one night. So it was two days and one night. This is the first time we did three, uh, three days and two nights. And like I said, I wanna tweak that schedule a little bit as well. Um, and we actually offered this originally where the students that were not legacy students, were not instructor training students, only would come two days and one night and the legacy guys would stay the extra day. I think next year I'm just gonna make it two nights and three days for everyone. Um, just make it simpler to uh, deal with that way. And that's what people did this time anyways. So it was just simplify pricing and those kind of things and scheduling. Okay, um, that's gonna be the episode today. I wanted to uh, let you know of one other thing. We have um, part two of the Facebook uh, webinar series. We're gonna be talking about Facebook groups um, tomorrow. Uh, that's gonna be Tuesday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, you go to mediacompany.me slash Facebook webinar. mediacompany.me slash Facebook webinar will get you there live. It's only uh, available live um, for now, that's the only way you can access the training. So we're going to be um, part two of the, the three-part um, Facebook training that I'm doing. We're going to be talking about Facebook groups. Okay, guys. Until next time, make sure you're out there striving for excellence.